You're listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast with your hosts, Brent and Angelo. All right, here we are with episode number 15, Finger Licking Gib. I would like to hear you say that 10 times fast. I can say it once, Finger Licking Gib, and uh, we are going to explain that shortly when we look at our winners and losers in our standings. Absolutely. So how are you uh, How are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. I've had a little fall in the pool, but that's okay. That's to be expected over the course of the year. No, a, norm- a normal blip. Yes, I've had, uh, I've had my normal... Or sorry, I've had my first injury of the year. Uh, not a big deal, but you, my first you're pretty IR lucky. Year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're fairly lucky to have your so first IR. So I know things IR, are coming. So. How about you? How are? Uh, well, I'm still in that. Things going. It was just raining. It was just raining a second ago. I think that was matching my overall mood um, with uh, within the pool. But I I have found a new scapegoat. It's no longer warm. It's no longer. It is no longer Aiden. I have found a new person to lay blame on for my lack of success. And who might that be? Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey. Yeah. So if you have yet to see the poll, please please participate in that poll. There are two wonderful options there with respect to your perhaps lack of engagement or uh, within the pool. But uh, there are two wonderful options there that I think you should, well, should, should explore there. Something that is good is we actually have a poll now. So they've added the poll. Oh, yeah, that's true. So now they just need to add the games limit so we can figure out who's over, who's under, or where we're at. I have no idea I where no I am. I have no clue where, yeah. I've been, to be honest with you, um, and, and we'll get into the show in just a second, folks, the, the actual meat of the show. Um, I've just been going on with, uh, like, games played kind of thing, so... I'm kind of middle of the pack, so that's where I've been at. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, no so clue. some big things happened in the NHL this week. Let's talk yeah, about Yeah, let's that. start about the, the NHL this week, and then we'll get into our traditional winners and losers, and, and then the highlight of the show being F, uh, our, our uh, focus on FA pickup. So, yeah, let's start with NHL this week. So the big news is we've had two firings in the NHL. The big one is uh, Quenville out of Chicago. He was there for 11 years. That's huge. Uh, and then we've got the L.A. situation as well. I was wondering if L.A. Um, – or, sorry, if Chicago waited – for L.A. to pull the trigger on their coach before they fired Quenville because now L.A. is not going to go out and hire Quenville. No, but you, you know someone's going to – he's not going to be without a job for that for that long, right? How many cups did he bring to Chicago? Yeah, he brought three cups. Yeah. The interesting thing for us is new coaches bring in uh, a new dynamic, but they also have uh, favored players. They have new systems, guys they want to use on power play, penalty kill. So that could have an impact on uh, our pool and who – you know, is, is there a Chicago player now that's going to go for a bit of a run or someone who's going to fall back? Same with L.A. now that they've got uh, new coaches and, and, you know, they'll come up with their top six. And well, top we were 4D. talking about this yesterday when, the, when, this, when this whole story broke is, is that, the, and you were, you were making this comment, the new, the new Chicago coach is, what, 32, 33? 33 years old. So he's going to be this, this new style, The new right? generation, gonna, right? So Maybe totally understand different. millennials? Maybe. I don't know. Someone needs to understand them because I sure don't. And not we'll get into that. We'll get into the I don't Uber. Think the does. Uber <laughs> maybe not. We'll get into the Uber incident uh, in just a second there to follow that comment up. But yeah, you're seeing you're seeing some of these teams starting to let go of their coaching staff because again, they can't fire the players; they fire the coach. And I wonder, uh, you know, should some of our managers be looking at their coaching right now? Zoltak needs to be looking at his coach. Yeah, needs to be. Is that an element we need to add into the pool? A coach. No, I think we haven't. Yes, a life coach. A life coach. We all need life coaches. So, okay, what about Nylander and this whole this whole idea of Nylander Carolina piece? 
So there seems to be, you know, a bit of smoke uh, going around, and it, and it seems to be revolving around Nylander in Carolina. We keep hearing that that's a destination for him because he's not signing this contract. He wants more money than the Leafs are willing to give him. He would be an excellent fit in Carolina. Carolina's young. They're fast. They're exciting. Yeah. He would fit in there They perfectly. got those great end-of-game celebrations. I hate those. I think they're so ridiculous. It's, like, it's, only it's in, like minor hockey. Only in Carolina would that fly. Imagine if the Toronto Maple Leafs skated really hard and then yeah. all jumped against the glass in Toronto. They would be absolutely ridiculous. It's like watching that. a tight team someday. Montreal. Like Imagine. Uh, I know. Guy Lafleur or Rocket Richard. Doing they that love that in rally, game. though. Apparently, it's you know they, all they're 3, loving it. All three thousand fans. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I I don't know. I think Nylander, It's got it by December first. If he doesn't sign, he's not playing in the NHL. So he's either signing or he's getting traded. And uh, it's it looks like Carolina is a good destination. I don't see him going back to the Leafs unless the Leafs pony up some more money because he's really dug in his heels. So uh, it's Carolina or bust. Are there some other teams? LA apparently is looking at him. Yeah, I I, I think. <sighs> I don't know. I, I I'm seeing the the least kind of moving moving beyond this. Obviously, they would still love to have him. He's a, he's a he's a huge player, but um, you know, the, I, I without a doubt they're shopping that around. Is it would it have to be like a, a sign and a sign and trade kind of thing? I think or? there'd be yeah, there'd be some sort of agreement in place there. And and shall we go on to the last big piece, or do you want to talk about Nylander some more? Oh no, I'm done with Nylander. Yeah, I think I, 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 I think it's coming the next two. I think weeks, it's inevitable. Gotta they got to figure something out. So this, finally, this Uber thing that happened with the sense. Goodness, I watched that. First of all, I couldn't believe how many hockey players they fit in a car. Did you yeah. see how many of them? How cheap hockey players how are cheap too. to take an Uber, and there's like eight of them. We'll be right Wait back. back, folks. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, we're back now. That was a bit odd. Do you, you want to explain to the audience what just happened? Well, we had a fire alarm. So the fire alarm ended up being uh, somebody pulled an alarm, I think. So we had the fire trucks here and everything. So we had to actually delay this. We're 24 hours later than we were three seconds ago. Exactly. So so uh, things have changed, and, and that's how we, uh, we do this show on the fly. So just finishing up our Uber thought, um, I guess my, my, uh, my big question to you is, does this affect the senators in any any way at all? I don't think so. I, I think that it's already water under the bridge for them. It looks like the coach and the players have uh, mended fences. Long term, I think maybe it'll affect. Can't see that coach coming back after what the players said about him. But, I mean, how often do we talk about our employers? Everyone does it, right? We all yeah. do it. Yeah. It's, it's just, on tape. I kind of feel bad. It's just another, another bad um, publicity piece for the senators after going through the Carlson Hoffman piece. And just now this. Coming, it just eh? keeps coming for them. Anyway, so let's move on. We'll switch gears from NHL on this week and moving on to our week's winners and losers. And just let me tell you here, there's some interesting names here. I think it's awesome to see uh, some changes, some different, differing uh, uh, standings here, different, different uh, winners and losers from previous weeks. Yeah, you know, it's huge. And our biggest winner of the week is the new guy going plus 11. So congratulations, yeah, Mike. That's Mike a, Hughes. That's huge, eh? And 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 uh, I think it's getting to his head because he he texts me here here and there and and saying uh, you know he's on this massive run and you know he's he's all in to win the pool. But uh, we shall see. You know, Mike uh, Mike is our, our top winner for the week. Yeah, you're tied with him now at seventy one and a half points. Yeah, it's amazing, eh? How does that make you feel? Uh, yeah, new guy. Yeah, new guy. All right. So congratulations, yeah, Mike, uh, to the White Flame, stuff. biggest jump of the week. Our second big jumper, and we haven't talked about him very much. No. But PMF is very quietly um, 
moved into third place. Third yep. place, right? And he's gone plus 10 for the week. 106.5 going into tonight's games. And, uh, yeah, he's in the money. I'm, I'm going to say that PMF is the new totes. Well, <laughs> that he is. he's quietly, he's always up there. He's right? always up there. You know, you know what, though? Um, he was in fifth last week, um, and to be in third now, and a comfort, a comfortable third, a good, solid half point ahead of you. Um, we'll he, talk uh, about me in a second. We'll talk about you in a second. Uh, he might be the new totes. You know, and it's and it, and that's nice to see. I, I like to see some different different uh, names uh, up at the top of the leaderboard. I wish my name was up there, but hey, it's not. Uh, our third winner of the week is Warm uh, Marshan's Tongue. Uh, huge jump there with uh, seven points from last week. Really impressive team. Uh, he seems to be putting uh, it all together. You, we'll talk about this uh, in our main segment, but yeah. He's basically been a huge benefactor of your poor decision making. Oh yeah, my my my. Uh, that could be you. Idiot maneuvers. Yeah, that could be my next uh, my next uh, orchestral or idiot maneuvers in the dark. Uh, that could be my next pool name. I like that name. Yeah, it's a good one. Idiot maneuvers in the dark. <laughs> there That's, we go. Should we change it today? There we go. Um, all right, so on to our week's losers, and uh, we have some new faces in the loser category. And I, uh, please allow me to introduce. The top loser for week number five is the Patriots with a drop of 16 and or 17. Yeah, 17, 17 points. I was going to say 16 and a half. I was going to be nice to you, but 17 points. How does that make you feel? Actually, I'm not concerned at all. I was, uh, my numbers were a bit false, just like uh, Gibby's numbers are a little bit false right now. It's pretty hard to stay at 130 points. So I'm in fourth place. I'm a couple dozen points away from the top. I really like my team. I've said it before. I feel really good about my team. So this is a blip, hopefully. Well, I don't know. Aiden was on last week, and, and I, he may have cursed you. That's this true. may be part of a new curse coming in, just like when you mentioned Bowlby and Bowlby's success. It's true. So, yeah, now we've got another curse. Then could be another layer of cursing here. Uh, number two, the second, the second uh Loser of the week is uh, Gump. Uh, yeah. Minus 12.5. He fell down to 10th place. Uh, he's had a huge fall down to the low 60s for points. And honestly, this is what perpetuated our trade. Yeah. He was 7th last week with 75 points. So he was in a, a, a good spot. And now this week here, uh, he's sitting at 62.5. Uh, and he is at 10th. And do you want to talk about your trade? Because I honestly think that is a pure fantasy hockey deal. I love that trade. Well, we've been going back and forth for a couple of weeks, and I, th I think maybe I was looking a little bit too big uh, for a scope of a trade because we were, you know, I was trying to push for Patrick Kane, yeah. Connor Hellebuck. Like you're always thinking four, big, yeah, well, massive deals. But four player deals, like four for four, just it's way too big for this time of the year. So I texted him a couple of nights ago, and I said, "We need to do something. You need assists really bad, and you need power play points really bad. I need goals and shots on net." And he texted back yesterday saying we need to do something. So we just made it nice and simple. I get a goal scorer in Philip Forsberg. He doesn't take as many shots as I'd like, but he's really solid across the board yeah. for points. And then Gump gets Barzal, Matt Barzal, who might lead the league in assists by the end of the year. He's got 11 assists already, seven, them, seven power play points. So he's kind of the perfect tonic for Gump right now. That's what he needs because uh, he's in last for assists right now. And uh, hopefully this is a mutually beneficial trade, more for me than him. But, you know, I, I actually think it, it is. When you look at it, it's, it's, it's one of those neat 
fantasy hockey deals where um, you you see you see you can see that why each manager did that pretty easily, right? You can see that one manager needs goals, another one needs assists. It's just uh, it is a it's a pretty smart uh, a smart move. Well, we'll see. I, I hope for uh, both of us. You got to try, right? We needed to do something. Yeah, All absolutely. year, I've been concerned about shots on goals and goals. And I think my trade addresses that. And Gump has been concerned about assists all year. That's right. And power play points. Yep. And that's what uh, Matt Barzal does. Absolutely. Uh, our third loser of the week. Hennessy Williams falling another six. So he's, uh, he's in fifth place now. Still at 91 points. Still a great team. But I think he's starting to miss uh, the Toronto guy there. Um, Austin Matthews. Oh, Matthews. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's missing Austin Matthews on IR. And oh, he's coming back. Tyler Sagan has been in, invisible this year. Yeah. If you look at Tyler Sagan, actually. I actually sent him a trade for Sagan. I'm not going to say for what I for. Think, well, we all did. I I'm think sure. probably we all I've have. been asking for Sagan like crazy. Um, yeah, he's on your Christmas list. Look at, though, if you look at Sagan's stats, he only has three goals, I believe. Yeah, three goals, eleven <laughs> assists, plus four. Seventy-one, 71 shots. shots. So he's he's ha- he's hammering his shot. You know, his shots on goal are huge. That's like thirty, in some cases, like thirty uh, more shots than. than oh, he's the next he's guy. top like, five. He's top five in the league. But yeah, you look on at so only only three goals. That's under five percent shooting percentage. He's yeah. closer to a ten percent shooting guy. So and a PRK of twenty two. So he's gonna take off soon. Yeah, you, you would you would hope. And he and to be honest with you, Heisenberg needs him to take off. Otherwise, he's missing. He's missing some solid, uh, solid uh, opportunity here to catch people in the in the standings. So, just before we 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 uh, we switch uh, into our uh, main topic du jour, which is uh, the FA pickups. So, um, any final thoughts then on on the standings this week, uh, Angelo? I'm. You know, I was glad that Robin uh, had a bit of a jump last night because he was sinking really low. I'm surprised by Mike Hughes' team. Um, <coughs> Bowlby, to me, needs to do something soon. Yeah. Because uh, his guys just aren't, aren't working. Look at Nick. Yeah, and I'm going to say our guy in first. That, that's a bit false right now. I can't see him staying that high. So uh, my, my prediction is a week from now he'll be the biggest loser. Really? Not in life, but in the pool. No. No, because I do like him as a human. But as a fantasy manager, yeah. I'm quite neutral. Too. I'm 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 going to say you know I I I'm going to make this. I'm going to go on the opposite side of the standings, and I'm going to say good things are coming for Zoltok. Uh, he had a plus seven jump last night, um, and and I am thinking he's not going to be in twelfth at the end of next week. Okay, so he had he had an okay night last night, but he got a, he he might be close in category. So I got I got to take a little bit closer look at that. But you know, with with uh, with the pool the way that it is, I think it's still kind of up in the air. I'm um, I'm making a, a a guess here, a good prognostication that you'll see our friend Robin out of twelfth. Okay, so your biggest winner next week is Zoltok. My biggest loser is uh, the guy who's currently the champ. Gibby at first. The Gibster. The Gibster. G I B B. G I B B. All right, All so right. let's go on to our main topic. So free again, yeah, pickups. our main topic here is the free agent pickup. So what we have done is compiled, um, Angelo and I have compiled uh, uh, what we see as the top uh, FA pickups um, have, that have been made this season. Um, we're going to have a, a special guest here in just a minute explaining that, but I have compiled what I think is a phenomenal list of names. Angelo's looks fairly good. He's got 25. He's got way more than I do. But I think we, we, uh, we are going to go through this right now, and we're going to talk about some of the top FA pickups. Now, let's see. I, I'm not sure. I think we have somebody on the line. 
Warm, are you there? Warm's here. Hey, Hi. all right. How you doing, man? So we're about to talk about uh, the best free agent pickups of the year. Um, you good to join in for that conversation? Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I really got to get something out of the way first. I've had something on my mind for a couple of days. Oh, good. What is it? Oh, no. Well, with everything that's been going on in Ottawa, with the uh, that Uber video, I've just been thinking about how many... Uh, email messages and text messages and maybe some video or audio recordings that might be out there and i just was thinking geez brent i feel like i need to get a get ahead of this and apologize to you right now because so much stuff out there (laughs) wait are you talking about the uber are you talking about tony clement (laughs) (laughs) no i'm talking about the uh Gee, what happened with Tony Clement? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard that yet. I mean, he's taking an Uber uh, yeah. out of Ottawa as quick as he can. I think so. <laughs> All right, we're done. You, you, know and... you know what? I've already. I feel like I've learned. I've learned from this already. So I don't think I need to say any more about it. You, I, you, I agree. Apologies and apology. That's right. If you've noticed any sort of message board or email in the last three or four years. Uh, has been uh, a lot cleaner than in previous years. We are doing a better job of being gentlemen, scrubbing our online history. That, there you go. Uh, so, Warm, you contacted me earlier this week and uh, and said, "Hey, I want to be on the show. What about a topic of top FA pickups?" And I said, "That is a fantastic idea." So, I don't know if you have a list, but we have lists, and we're going to go through some of what uh, uh, we feel are the top FA pickups. Uh, of the year so far uh, in the pool. So, but why don't you give us a little insight on what you think? Where, you know, where have people gone right with FAs? Uh, what have you done? Take this wherever you want to go. So, uh, oh, okay. Well, I was kind of looking at two different types of free agent pickups. One was players that have already been drafted, players that were drafted, players that are like already known, players that were already like viewed as valuable. So, All right. yeah. Um, but then maybe they got dropped. Maybe it's because they were dropped down to the third or fourth line or their team's struggling or they're not on the top power play. But yeah. then they get moved into a position that potentially produces and the manager who notices that or sees that they got a point or they're now on the top line jumps on them and, and gets, a, gets a valuable player that uh, someone else dropped probably because they weren't producing probably because they weren't mm-hmm. in a position to produce yeah you know what i organized my list the exact same way warm we're like simpatico here it's weird i feel like in I, many in in many ways in many in many, many, ways, in many but, ways so i call what my categories are what are called true fa pickups so those who were never drafted and they were on the fa wire from the get-go and then I call the other ones drops. So the ones that were dropped then picked up later. Wow, I okay. did. So I did. I just went to every team and I saw every free agent and I put them in my spreadsheet. So I guess I wasn't as efficient as you guys. Well, the, the analytics are not as deep as, as uh, Warham and I. I guess. Okay, so Warham, what? Uh, if, you did, if you did make a spreadsheet, then you probably are more efficient. Just out of curiosity, like how many, do you know how many there have been? It seems like this is a pool where there's a lot a lot of activity well um, 26 of uh, 26 of those are from me so i'm like the rusty uh, i'm rusty <laughs> oh, of this yeah. year so i'm i i'm uh, like when i go when i hit my list here and which we'll do in a second for the folks is is uh I, my name comes up like all over the place you're pretty busy usually too right warham you're you're quite active on yeah the F- you are fa wire yeah i mean i've never been a, a doug hempstead sorry to bring up his name but 
I may less always one of yeah, that's right. I was always one of the more active, but in the last couple of years, I've I've really tried to restrain myself because there's so many times where I dropped players and regretted it. And I mean, already this year, even though I'm trying to rein myself in, there's already a couple that that I that I may have regrets. And this is on. yeah, this is the, the I think part of it, and we've had this discussion too, before, Warm, where part of I think the the the, the reason that this is so, so topical right now is we're not see, we now we just did see a trade, but we're not seeing a lot of trades because the FA wire is pretty deep. Yeah, I, yeah. I would agree. Yeah, with you so there. why don't we just get right into it? Yeah, let's get right going okay, here. So give us give us a name. Give, talk give, to us. Let's talk to us. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Well, I mean, looking at drafted players, I'm. Like I don't want to make this all about me, but you know what? Since uh, since you and I are both here, Brent, yeah, why don't we just start? Go ahead and start with the uh, the three players that I've picked up that that you drafted. So Keller, Skinner, and Clefbaum. Yeah. So I think that Skinner's probably the one that's most likely to stay on my roster. He's I've had him for seven games. He's got ten points, thirty shots. Um, so I'm I'm pretty confident that that as long as he stays on the first line first power play that uh, he's a player that i'm gonna have to that i'm gonna keep for the season sure yeah, can i can i just ask brent uh, a question on that one? <laughs> oh, sorry because zoom tight god bless you yeah, sorry about that no problem do you have a dog there or something dog allergy <laughs> no that's me oh okay all right so uh brent my only question with yeah. uh with jeff skinner is what the <laughs> You thinking? Thank you. So that was 15 minutes uh, and 30 seconds. Uh, what I was thinking, I needed Skinner wasn't at the time. He was, I think, he was on the first line, but Buffalo was 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 pretty um, terrible at that point. They weren't really doing anything. Um, yeah, I, they uh, they actually had him on the third line for quite a while at the beginning of the season. It yeah, wasn't really until it wasn't really until that weekend that I picked him up that I think they put Skinner, Palmonville, and Eichel together. I, I still think that that line, Palmonville especially, is over. He was just dropped, but overperforming. But we'll see. But I mean, you look at he's a PRK five. It was a it was a really dumb maneuver on my part. That was no um, patience because right I dropped. It was no patience because I dropped him for uh, Pallet. I think Andre Pallet or Pallet. Yeah, right from Tampa Bay. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, I Pallet. Yeah, I dropped him for him. It was a, it, like it wasn't even. Um, a, a beneficial drop here, and I and I it was totally impatience on that. It, and you know what though, it's the same thing with 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 Clayton Keller. Now he's got a PRK of thirty seven, uh, but I mean you look at you know five goals, five assists, twenty eight shots. Uh, he he has a potential, I would say, of being being uh, uh, a pretty good uh, tier one hockey player. You know, uh, Clive Baum, uh, whatever. Hey, so Warren, did you actually get Skinner? Uh on a waiver pickup, or was it a free agent? Uh, no, it was waivers. So he was actually clear for a couple of days, and he. I did notice that that they put those together on the top line. But I have to be honest. I mean, Skinner. Skinner was in the middle of uh, a hat trick night. Yeah. Um, on the Saturday, I picked him up before he had actually had the hat trick, but it was already after the game had started. Mm-hmm. So it was already clear that he was that he was going to start producing. Yeah, it, he, he'll be definitely an interesting one to to to. Uh, I think you you did. You, you, it, that was a f- phenomenal FA pickup um, from one that was been dropped. Uh, Keller, we'll see. Clive Baum, meh. All right, I'm not going to lose yeah. any sleep over him. Uh, so let's go on to uh, another team or another player. Rob, what are you seeing? Um, well, sticking with the drafted, I guess. Uh, I guess uh, William Carlson. I mean, he's he's kind of um, maybe maybe 
think he's got eight points so far in the 12 games that uh, that Doug picked him up for, which isn't great, but it's certainly, I mean, considering what he did last year, he could potentially be closer to a point per game or at least put up 30-plus goals. He didn't make season. my list. He did not make my list. No, I had him as well, and then I, I thought he just hasn't done enough to stay on my no, list. No, didn't, he didn't. What, yeah. uh, another name there, Warm. What do you think? I'm, can I throw uh, one out? Okay, well, why don't you guys... Oh, wait, no, no, sorry, because you're going with the drafted players. So you yeah, so you go, to, ahead, so go ahead, yeah, go th- throw in another one. I guess, the, I guess the, the other ones are all, for me, they're all potential, right? I mean, all of them could be dropped at some point, but uh, JT Miller... Um, yeah, he's Miller's, on my list, yeah. Uh, Anders Lee and Dubois that I dropped. That's a mistake. Um, I think Anders Lee may be one that you're going to regret. Yeah, he, he's a PRK-12. Uh, 40 yeah. shots on goal right now, five goals, eight assists. I think he's on my list. I think um, that might be uh, your he's Skinner. That might be that, – that, that's your Skinner. 12th that's rank, it. 12th and he, rank, he's yeah. on the first line. Yeah. yeah he, but anyways – That's a huge, huge mistake. These things happen. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Pavelski has been in and out. Yeah, interesting. Of, uh, he's not on my list. Agency. Um, but the thing is with both of those players is that they're going to potentially produce 30 – Maybe even forty goals, maybe not. But the the thing is, is that when they've got that first eligibility as center, I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but every single team in our league is maxed out on centers now. Uh, every single team has four centers or more if they've got one on the on a, in yeah. injured reserve. And there's a lot of <laughs> so a lot of double positions here this year too with the players. But the ones assigned. that have center first, that you know, that hurts. And yeah, it makes it. It kind of makes it hard to make trades because when I most of the trade offers that I get are someone offering me a center for another position, and even if the trade looks good, it means having to drop yeah, that's, one that, of my centers. Yeah, so that's an interesting it, it one. Kind of, it kind of restricts the market at this point. It's always kind of like this, but right now I, I don't think. Yeah, that's why, and every, that's the reasoning you. you yeah, and that's the reasoning you drop Lee. For sure. I, can, can, I, can, we, can we switch to, to – so we've talked about, like, you know, these drop-than-add FAs. Can we switch sure, to – Sure, I want to just do one, I sure. just do one yeah. more. Just a quick mention that I think is probably going to be one of the best at the end of the year is Kovalchuk, who just got picked up yesterday. But I feel like he's probably going to be a 70-point player at the end of the year. Yeah, you know, the, with the coaching change, we actually started talking earlier about the coaching change and how guys who struggle on L.A. or Chicago, they might actually go for a bit of a run now because – We've got the uh, the new coaches, and the new coaches might uh, put players in different situations. And it looks like Kovalchuk wasn't utilized properly, so I think you might be right on that one for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, look for opportunities when it comes to free agents. And, I mean, the players where a, a coaching changes come, there's, that's where you're going to find the best opportunities. I don't know who it would be on Chicago, but uh, definitely everyone, everyone grabbed uh, – grabbed an LA player in the last couple of days. Yep, for sure. Okay, so let's switch uh, gears from the the those that were dropped then 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 added as FAs and then look at true FAs that were never drafted and then someone had the the foresight to to give them a shot on their team and they they have, you know, started to produce nicely. Can I can I throw out the first name? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I think the obvious one right now is Yaroslav Halak is the number 1 ranked goalie in the league. Didn't make my list. Uh, he's well. He's ranked number one, so maybe you need to look at your list again, my he's friend. He's a backup. He's a backup who's ranked first with four wins and a 9.52 save percentage on Boston. And he's getting the start tonight. So, is he a long-term prospect? Yeah. Absolutely not. No. It's not someone you're going to keep. But how can you argue with a player that's ranked first, Rob? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't disagree with that because I mean, 
what you're looking for from a free agent pickup. I mean, it'd be nice if you can get someone for the season, but you're really looking for someone who can produce for you while you've got them, right? And that's a lack. I mean, only two of those wins have come since Aiden actually picked him up, but one of those is a shutout, and they've, I think all of his starts have been, like, good starts where it's, like, two or less, or it's resulted in a win. So so that's a good, uh, that's a good, maybe short-term, maybe it's only short-term, but it's a good pickup. He's also, but yeah, but he's also going to get a lot of games because Rask is getting older. So I think Boston did a good job in signing him, and, and they're going to utilize him. They're not going to waste, um, you know, him as strictly a backup goalie. He's going to get thirty to forty starts this year. I, I'm just suggesting that he's maybe playing above his means right now. I so. agree with you there. Um, let's let's go to another true FA. Um, can I throw out one? Yeah. Um, sure. I think I think honestly one, of, and I'm I'm trying to be unbiased here. I have no bias at all. Is Elias Lindholm from Calgary? Uh, I, I picked him up as a true FA. He has nine goals, eight assists, 40 shots with a PRK of two. He's the top uh, true FA pickup in my mind. I, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I, I, I agree. He's a Calgary player. I can't get excited about Calgary players, but certainly with 17 points, and he's got a fantasy point in every category so far, yeah, he's doing a good job. Warren, what do you think about uh, Lindholm? Lindo. Yep, uh, over a point per game since you picked him up. Uh, his first eligibility is center, which is kind yep. of like diminishes him just a little bit for me, but he does have that right wing eligibility. He's given you a shorthanded point or two, so that's good. I, I can't argue with that. To me, he's probably one of the top, definitely one of the top five so far. For me, the, I think the, uh, I really like another uh, young up-and-comer, and that's, uh, I believe for me, the number one ranked player coming out of FA as a young player is Timo Meyer from San Jose. Yeah, he he's, made my list. He's right wing, left wing. So we talk about those multi categories. He doesn't have a center category. He's the third ranked right winger or left winger right now, and he's a top three or top six guy in a very good San Jose team. Yeah, he's got eleven goals, but for me, I mean, what dropped him down and drops him under Lindholm right now is his PRK of thirty seven. But again, forty eight shots. You can't complain with the categories in his production, and I think the the White Flame has a has a great player there and a future player there, I too. thought Meyer was ranked third. No, I think he's 37. He's a oh, PRK of 37. We'll check that out. What do you think of Meyer, Rob? Yeah, uh, to me, I think he might be the best one because of that dual wing eligibility. He's got well over a point per game since, uh, since uh, sorry, is it Mike? Is it yep. yeah. his name? Yeah. Since Mike picked him up. Oh, and yeah. uh, yep. And... Uh, like uh, like Lindholm, he's got shorthanded points as well. I think that that might be one of the best, if not the best, in my mind so far. Yeah, and sorry, I was wrong. He was third. He's a PRK of three. Yeah, we just checked. He's so he's a third ranked guy. So yeah, pretty uh, pretty impressive player. And he's in his early twenties. So he's somebody who if Superstar. Mike if Mike is smart, Mike is not entertaining any offers for him whatsoever. No, he needs keepers. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, I mean, and sticking, sticking with him too. I think that uh, Domi and Johansson at center. They, he hasn't had them for very long, but they're both point per game while he's had them. I think the, probably the the trick with both of those is to drop them when they before they before they've run their course, so that you uh, you don't have them when there's when they're getting no points or no goals. I think the thing with Johansson is that he never gets goals. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, but for some reason, Domi, I don't think he's ever had more than 10, has already got nine so far this season. So good pickups there for, for his team, and uh, he kind of needed it with, uh, with a, a rookie draft. But uh, definitely some, some bright lights there for him. Yeah. Now, can I ask you, uh, 
for me, again, one of the most exciting players uh, is coming out of Vancouver. Absolutely. And, and you snapped him up. Um, he's lighting the league on fire. Uh, 16 points in 10 games. Uh, he's already got Rookie of the Year wrapped up. If, yeah. All he has to do is play out the rest of the games. Yeah, PRK and he's of scoring, 19. He's scoring spectacular goals. So, Elias Pettersson. Yes, you got uh, Elias Pettersson. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I've, I've had him for the whole season, too. Yeah, there, was a couple, there were a couple of players that, were, that I wanted to pick up. And I was really just waiting to move a player to move a player to move a player to injured reserve, and I was worried that someone else would pick him up. So I feel pretty lucky that I that I got him. I guess the thing is, is that it's nice to have exciting players on your fantasy team. Um, I think the other player that was on my radar was Atkinson, who has also been good, but he's also been on and off uh, rosters. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, he's pretty happy with Peterson. Yeah, a great great pickup. So let's do a couple more here as we get yep. ready to wrap this. Sh- Some honorable mentions, maybe, right? Like, Warm, do you have another name that's on your list there that kind of makes the honorable mention list? I think that uh, there aren't too many defensemen, so I'd like to highlight those. Oh, yeah, I don't even have one on my list. Because there's so many. Yeah, the thing is, is that because there are so few available that are producing, I think that they're also quite valuable. So for me, it's Petrie and Ekholm. Uh, I have Petrie, Petrie on my seven. list, yeah. 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 So uh, Aiden picked up Ekholm, eight and points in thirteen Beckham. games. That's that's really that's pretty good for a defenseman. That's it's not like stellar, but, uh, but no, that's, no, that's, that's true. definitely a good production for for what you can find uh, in free agency. And then Petrie, same thing, seven points in ten games. That's uh, that's a pretty good one, at least until Weber comes back. Yeah, well, once you're once you're getting into your third or fourth defenseman, that's a perfect kind of defenseman to have in a fantasy. Absolutely, sure. Um, uh, Angelo, what's on uh, honorable mention on your list? I'm going to do uh, a couple honorable mentions. One uh, for me, I picked up Mika Zibanejad, and, and that guy is an awesome player for fantasy purposes. He's ranked seventh uh, overall. He got me a shorthanded point the other day. He takes a ton of shots. Like he's in um, Tyler Sagan territory for shots on net. So he is somebody I'm really happy with. And a shout out to uh, Mike again because uh, he, he picked up both New York Islander goalies. And that team's overperforming, but now they, they go back and forth between Grice and um, um, Robin Leonard. Yeah. So good for him for having those two. So those yeah. are my honorable mentions. Okay. Um, mine would be, I guess, again, because I've been so active on, on the FAA wire, I think I, I come back to me with Furland from Carolina, PRK of 11, uh, 58 shots on – or 56 shots on goal with seven goals. I think I, I, he's he's um, he may be overperforming, but I mean he's he's one uh, heck of a a, a pickup. Um, if I, do, do maybe Hennessy Hennessy picking up Carter uh, from L.A. Yeah, that, that? that's a, that could be a good one. That's a that's an interesting one for me. I, it uh, he was dropped by uh, he was dropped by you, my friend, Marchand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and again another yeah. player that was kind of underperforming, but could could really benefit from from the change of coach sticking with him i think that him having darling and schneider neither of them have produced it at, at, uh, so far but uh, i think both of them could potentially be long-term uh, great goalies absolutely picked up both of them. no both absolutely of them picked up on free agency yep yep so i think yeah, we'll, I guess my, yeah go ahead sorry do i have time for a couple of honorable mentions yeah for sure okay so i think grandland and larkin and mm-hmm. that's 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 Nick. He's got both of those. They're both point per game since he picked him up. And I think with Larkin, same as Zibanejad, 
you can certainly find value in bad teams, and Larkin is always going to be the best player on Detroit, and Zibanejad is probably going to be the best player on New York for the season. With, with, with Granlund, I, he made my list, but then I realized that Nick had drafted him, then dropped him, and then picked him up again. So I really, oh, really? I really have a hard, yeah, I have a really hard time accepting that one as, as a true FA or, or even a drop and add piece because it was is all by the same manager. But needless to say, Granlin is, he's um he seems to be the real deal right now in Minnesota. That's for, for sure. That, that's another team. Like I have Jason Zucker who's underperforming, but uh, I'm, yeah. I'm really afraid to drop him. I know. Yeah, uh, that's because, another team. That's well, look at Parise, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. So uh, that's uh, our free agents. Have anything you want to add before we go? Just that uh, it's a real treat to listen to you guys every week. Boy, oh, and what a, what, thanks, a, what a special honor to get to be on the show. Hey, oh, not, not to talk uh, non-hockey stuff, but can we get that dryer uh, sorted soon so I can get uh, you to pick it up? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. No problem. Let's set a goal by next, but before the next podcast, there we go. the dryer's out of my uh, garage. <laughs> Sound like a deal? All right. All right, yeah, bye. That sounds, like a, that sounds like fun. Okay, thanks for calling in. All right, thanks for having me, guys. See you, brother. All right, folks, there you have it. Uh, that was warm, and that is episode 14. Um, next week... 15. 15, oh, my. Episode 15 next week uh, is episode 16. Do you want to give them a quick preview of that before uh, we, we, we cut off here? I think we're going to look next week at uh, ideal dance partners. Who should be engaging in trades right now? So we'll look at the standings, who's doing quite well and, and not doing well in the same categories and where. Awesome. Maybe maybe some, maybe some we can, it's uh, the date, the online dating version where we are going to hook up a couple of managers yeah. on, on dates for trades. That's awesome. All right, folks, there you have it. That is episode 15. We will see you next week.